Hello and welcome to the Savvy Producer Podcast. My name's Phil from Marsden Mastering and this is a show all about productivity, efficiency and keeping your clients happy in the world of music production. Today's episode is the last one of the year. Everyone's kind of slowing down for the holidays now, wrapping up those last few projects. So I want to take some time to talk about what I do to make sure that the year ahead is always better than the one just gone. It's just a fairly quick, simple task that I do every year to celebrate my wins, figure out what I need to change and set some goals for the year ahead. So without further ado, let's get into it. So every year, especially as business owners and freelancers, we set goals for ourselves and often we don't quite hit them or we change direction throughout the year and they no longer align. Looking back, this can feel a little negative. And on top of that, December is often a really slow month in the industry. So the end of the year can be a little glum in the world of music production. However, if you sit down and do what I'm going to talk about in this episode, you'll realise just how far you've come in the last year and what you've achieved. And not only that, but you'll be able to set more realistic, more measurable goals for 2024 and make sure that you're actually moving towards them. We're really sort of winding down for the holidays now, and I always suggest that everyone takes at least two weeks off at this time of the year. It's just a really healthy thing to do. It's really great for that reset. I know a lot of freelancers like to kind of plough through and work every day apart from like Christmas Day, Boxing Day. I guess that's kind of the hustle mentality thing. But look around you, you'll realise everyone else is off and you will be very grateful for that rest come January. With that said, what I do like to do in that time is just take a few hours to sit down and kind of analyse my year and figure out what I want to do next year. This time set aside is really, really valuable for me and it really helps with that reset and going into the next year with a really clear mind and a clear path as to what I need to do. And basically there are two questions I ask myself and then I figure out some goals based on those two things. It's really, really simple. So the first one is I sit down and I ask myself what went well. I'll literally sit with a notes app open and write down all the things that I consider good achievements or things that just went well it doesn't matter how small they are how big they are I write them down and look back across the year I think when people are goal setting too often they focus on the negatives and they focus on what they haven't achieved and what they do want to achieve in the future but they don't really look back on what they have already done and it's so so important to celebrate those wins and give yourself a pat on the back at the end of the year with December being a typically slow month for most people as well If you then just start focusing on the negatives and focusing on wanting more, you're going to have a tough time. So literally write down everything that you'd consider a win. It could be your revenue for the year. It could be your growth in terms of your client base. It could be particular projects that you worked on that were really fulfilling or that you really enjoyed. It could be projects that did really well and really progressed the artist's career for them. You could also look at what sort of social media posts did well for you, what sort of things moved your business forwards. What did you get really good feedback on, even if it's just your communication as a mix engineer or a producer, or someone just expressed how much they loved the time they spent in your studio? It doesn't matter how big or small these things are, write them down and celebrate them and talk about them with your friends and family. I don't know how it is in other countries, but us Brits just don't like to show off enough. And one thing I've learned from my American friends and clients and my coach is just how much we sort of stifle ourselves and don't celebrate things like this. So make an effort to it really does feel good and you deserve it. A great little thing I got on this week, which I'm definitely very late to the party with, is Muso.ai. It's basically a credit system, so it figures out what music you've been credited on. You can add your own credits as well. And it pulls together all of the metrics for you. It'll tell you how many streams you've had, how many Shazams you've had, things like that. And it also has a chart, which I have no idea how it figures these things out, but it'll tell you sort of, are you in the top 10% of mix engineers or top 10% of producers. 
course, these metrics don't really matter in the grand scheme of things, but it's nice to see your hard work quantified and sort of written down in one way or another. So if you need a little morale boost into next year, definitely get on that app and have a look at your numbers because I think you'll be surprised by them. So once you've sat down and you've looked at your wins, you've written down all the big ones, all the small ones and everything from your actual work to your marketing, your business, even your personal life, then it's time to look at what didn't go well. And you'll be doing this with a slightly more positive mindset as well because you've already looked at the wins and celebrated those. So think about your business from top to bottom again and just make a note of anything that wasn't successful or didn't feel good. Maybe you bought a load of plugins or gear that you didn't end up using. Maybe you worked on some projects that were really sort of bill paying things and they just didn't fulfill you. Maybe you didn't quite hit your income goals. Or maybe you missed one of the goals that you set for yourself last year. Maybe in your marketing plan and your social media, there were some posts that didn't do as well as you thought they might. Just be really honest with yourself. Have a look at everything from top to bottom and just write down anything that you didn't think went very well. After that, you'll have two lists and you can use these to set your goals for next year. Think them through, categorize things if you need to and figure out what things from the what went well list you need to double down on and do more of to keep growing next year. And then have a look at the things in the what didn't go well list and think about if there's anything you can stop doing, anything you can delegate, anything you can automate or anything that you can adapt and change into next year. So making those two lists is the easy part, really. But actually setting these goals and figuring out what you want to achieve is the harder part. What most people will do is just set a goal, but what I really want you to do is set systems instead. So an example of a goal might be, I want to grow my client base next year, or I want to work on bigger projects next year. That's all well and good, but you haven't thought about how you're actually going to get there, and that's why people don't hit these goals. So yes, think of a goal, but then make a system as to how you're going to get there. Try to reverse engineer it and think, okay, so I've achieved this thing. How did I get there? What did I do every day to reach this point? When you do this and you really think about it, you can break your goals down into habits, systems, routines and small achievable steps and micro goals that will propel you forwards much faster than just waiting around and hoping you get somewhere. Let's say you're aiming to go full time next year. You're charging a decent rate that earns you a good amount per hour and your quotes are converting well. If you know that conversion rate, you'll be able to work out how many inquiries or leads you need to make this work full time. For example, let's just say you need six clients a month to make this work. If your quotes convert at 50%, meaning 50% of people who ask you for your rates become clients, then you know you need 12 leads or inquiries each month to make sure that you can bring enough work in. So what are you going to do to get those 12 leads? Maybe you need to reach out to 50 artists a month. That's 12 or 13 a week and two a day max. So you know that each day all you've got to do is find two artists whose music you really love and just start a conversation with them. You might also decide that it's a good idea to post on your social media once a day to stay top of mind with those artists and build trust. So there you have it, a system that you can use. One social media post and two DMs to artists whose music you actually like every day. There's your system. That's a habit that you just need to follow into next year and you will hit that goal. Obviously, the numbers are going to be different for everyone. That's just an example. But hopefully that gives you a picture of what you should do with these goals that you're setting for yourself. I haven't actually sat down and done this task yet this year, but I already have a good picture of what some of the things I'll be looking at into next year are. So for me, one of the big wins was starting this podcast, which has been amazing. Thank you so much to everyone who's listened. But one of the things that didn't go well is some of the posts that I put on social media for the podcast don't get enough reach and Instagram kind of holds them back. So obviously looking into next year, I need to up the social media game a little bit. 
to make sure that my posts about the podcast do really well and bring in new listeners. Now, I could just say that and start posting things and hope for the best. But as I've just said, what I need to do is create a system, not a goal. So for me, that system is going to be something like taking some time to understand video content and visuals more, better my skills in those areas so that I can create better social media content that grips people, looks good, entertains people, all of that. And then I'll do something like three different posts a week for the podcast. And at the end of every month, I'll drop the worst performing format and try something new. This way, the content is always going to be getting better. And I'm experimenting with things all the time to figure out what's working and what isn't. If I put together a plan like that, obviously it will be in more detail when I actually do this. But suddenly there's a system and a routine to follow towards this goal. And I'm guaranteed to make some sort of progress. I'll also take some inspiration for this from Harley Eblen, who I interviewed on the last episode, where he spoke about how he took some time off to really learn his video content, learn about lighting, learn about filming it, learn about what works and what doesn't. And then as a result of doing that, managed to double his rates within one month. If you haven't already listened to that interview, check it out. It's episode 43. It's really, really interesting and inspiring. So anyway, to summarise, I'd encourage everyone to sit down at some point over the holidays and look back at what went well, what didn't go well, write it all down and figure out what goals you need to set for yourself into next year and what systems you need to put into place to achieve those goals. Before I go, two things. First of all, thank you so much to everybody who's listened to the podcast this year. Starting this was such a huge step out of my comfort zone. But looking back, it's been so much fun just to sit down and talk about things that actually interest me every week and help some of you guys out in the process. I've also done some amazing interviews that have been really inspiring, really interesting. And we've got lots more of that coming next year. So if you've enjoyed listening this year, share the show on your Instagram story, rate it five stars. It would help out so much and be very, very appreciated. And secondly, I just wanted to make a really quick offer as well. So as you probably know, I'm a mastering engineer and I basically collaborate with talented producers and mixers just like you with a really simple but high touch and personal mastering service. I really want the people I work with to avoid the overwhelm of winging mastering on their own or the disappointment they get when they go for a big name mastering house and they just couldn't care less about the record. So if you're looking to build a working relationship with an experienced mastering engineer who cares about your projects as much as you do, I'd love to run a free mastering sample for you. If you have a mix ready, be it on an old project or something current, drop it over to me via my website or email me on phil at marsdenmastering.com. That's phil at marsdenmastering.com. And we can get the ball rolling.